Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Well, holy shit. Boy, do we have a story for you or 12 <laughs> or 800 we're gonna start this out with one big chug oh my gosh cheers I need it. marissa cheers. an absolute goddess on this planet mm. tell me something i don't know <laughs> we're about to tell you fuckers a lot of stuff you don't know okay so we went to spain and when i say <laughs> no <laughs> cut it out um when i say it was to date I'm about to explain a lot of things that sound fun and beautiful and whatever. And you might think that's why I'm like preemptively saying it was the best trip ever. But like literally all of Shannon's like, you know, love life aside, I truly because we're going to get into it. I I really think this is one of my favorite trips, like big trips. Like mm-hmm. I've had a lot of fun trips. I've had a lot of fun little trips. But when you think of your big, big trips in your life, usually they're abroad of some sort, right? This is one of my favorites. Like I genuinely, I said this beforehand. So Marissa and I have only traveled together one time. It was to Miami. It was for two and a half days, which is Mm -hmm. the the fucking amount of time you should spend in Miami. First of all, at a time, two days is great. So, um, which really kind of preemptively got us ready for uh, Ibiza. I was just thinking in two and a half days, the amount of fun that we had, the fact that then we had 10 days together <laughs> is insane. It's I mean, wild. yeah. Also, I just keep saying the word preemptively. Like, is that the word of the day? Like, I got, you get a mm. notification that's like dictionary.com talking yeah. about, you know what we're going to call ourselves a hundred times in this podcast? Dumb Americans. Okay. Yeah. So let's just disclaimer. preemptively. Disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. Okay. So um, there are going to be a lot of accents used in this podcast. Um, not we are not. Ones. We're not held liable for them. Mm-mm. We are not. We are not able to be canceled for them, and they are in no way, shape, or form um, representative of the culture or country in which they are derived from. And that is something that I honestly just came up with off the top of my head, and I should have been a fucking lawyer. Okay, so oh, the Johnny Depp case just ended. Johnny Depp won. Oh, shut up. Yeah, you did. we were watching it in Spain. Gosh. So, um, anyways, Do- Johnny Depp side. Yeah, we uh, wow. we we're gonna be we're just gonna be free flowing. Whatever accent, however we heard them, is how we are giving them back to you. I, to be honest, an accent always makes things better. better. They have to be included in this. Podcast. The same sentences don't come out the same unless they have yeah. the accents attached. There to them. is someone retelling their story of Spain, being like, and then we ran into this fucking redhead and this tall, yes. gorgeous brunette, and they're talking about us being like, y'all, <laughs> like honestly, anyone that we talked to, they did. They were like, y'all's accent is so funny, and then they would be like, y'all, and I was like, okay, first of all, we don't really talk like that, and he's like, yes, you do, and I'm like. 
do we talk like that? So people make fun of us. We're making fun of other people. My favorite thing to do in life is make fun of people and myself included. So fuck off if we can't do that. So we, um, we're going to bring it back to how the Spain trip came about. Again, Marissa and I have only traveled together one time, but I love Marissa. I have this like deep, deep obsession with her that I couldn't quite place and I couldn't, I couldn't explain it. And I just kept saying this really weird thing before we went to Spain. I was like, oh, she's my favorite person to travel with. And then I would hear myself say that. And I'd be like, that is so weird. You've been to Miami with her one time, but I just had the best time and I left Miami and I had, we'd gone with one of our other girlfriends Mary who I knew a lot better and like had the best time with both of you guys collectively but I really got to know you on that trip and I just fell in love with your existence and I don't care how crazy I sound right now I'm not on drugs we're gonna talk about the drugs I did on this trip but I just genuinely loved being on the trip with you it was my yeah. favorite trip thus far you're the perfect travel partner you're the most easygoing lax like go with the flow but also like find a reservation for the hottest coolest spot like you're just iconic to try anyone that I told that I was going with you was like you are going to have the best time because I think one who you are in real life is also totally who you are on Instagram um but also the like the way that I came back and talked about Miami and in the two and a half short days that we had there it was one of the best trips that I've okay. ever had. I love, I mean, and I'm so like, everyone was so excited. Validation. We love it. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're totally on the same page there. Just mushy, mushy, mushy. We had the best time with each other. But let's take it. Let's take it into some some chronological order. So let's start with how this this trip came to be. So Marissa, if you don't know who Marissa Martin is, she's incredible. Find her on Instagram, Marissa Danielle, um, which I definitely thought was her last name for a very long time, which is really <laughs> stupid. I've never met anyone's last name, Danielle. Um, but she's an incredible hairstylist in Nashville. To the celebrities and stars, she'll sell mm. herself short. Mm. But she is incredible. And if you want to go to her, you can't because her waiting list is through the fucking roof. And thank God... I don't have to dye my hair because <laughs> I would want to get in with her and I couldn't get in with her. So she's just, she's amazing. And so, um, every year, correct me if I'm wrong, please, for the love of fuck, interrupt me, <laughs> interrupt me, please. Um, <sighs> this is how much I love you. I just love to hear you talk <laughs> every time I get like the things people were like, Oh, she wouldn't stop talking. I'm like, please someone else interrupt me. Um, okay. So correct me if I'm wrong though. Every year you go, I, since I've been following you, which I've known Marissa for as long as I've lived in Nashville, which is eight mm -hmm. years. So we just became friends in this past year, but I've known you and been acquaintances yeah could we give acquaintances definitely we've been like mutual friends with mutual friends so acquaintances of each other for seven years so mm -hmm. i've followed her on instagram for seven years right and don't you take like don't you try to go abroad almost every year i try to take somewhat of like a solo sabbatical trip. yeah <laughs> i'm i'm just it's like i'm at the age where i'm like i people are getting married people are having kids same i'm you know have a career where I can afford to like take a trip yeah. and if no one else is going to take it with me then I'm going to go myself pop off queen so so I love that about her and I kept bragging about her to everyone I'm like Marissa's so fucking cool Marissa just goes on these solo trips and honestly she kept being like okay relax because I was like <laughs> she's always on some eat pray love bullshit and people are like she's like okay I go on trips with friends as well but I'm like every year she takes a trip abroad by herself for three weeks she schedules out her clients she goes she's like where did you get this information <laughs> like, you've just been stalking me I'm like I have a 
been following her for seven years. I know she does this. So her and I had gone to Soho House in Nashville mm-hmm. um, and we were having dinner and drinks and we were just chatting and catching up with life. And she was telling me, I'm going on this trip to Spain. I was like, oh, stop. Fun. Where are you going? She's like, I'm going to Barcelona. Honestly, I'm not the most cultured person in the world. I've definitely been out of the country and I've been to Europe as far as going to Italy. But like, again, dumb Americans. We've been to like Mexico and that's it. So it's hard to get there. And if there's one thing I learned from the people that we met abroad, I'm like, you guys are so fucking lucky that all this stuff is in mm-hmm. your backyard. And I meet people from other cultures and other countries. And I'm like, how are we so uncultured? Was I, I know I grew up broke, but was I that broke? Like, damn, how did they go to the Swiss Alps and all this stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, because that's like them going to Florida. Like it takes us three hours to literally, again, go to Florida, mm-hmm. to the, to Miami, right? Yeah. Whereas to go from London to the Swiss Alps is a two hour flight. That could be wrong. I'm making that up. Yeah. The amount of people who it's like summer was hitting and they're like, I'm going to Mykonos. I'm going to Ibiza. I'm going to Ibiza. Ibiza. Ugh. Also, the lisp is really disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And the people we met too said it. So with Barcelona and Ibiza, mm-hmm. there was one time where I um, spoke to a, the the wonderful lady who was um, cleaning our room. I, I told her we didn't need to be clean, but we wanted some water bottles, and she handed us water bottles. And I said "gracias" with the th because that's how you're <laughs> supposed to say it allegedly. Gracias. And she goes, she started speaking Spanish to me, and I said, "Damn!" <laughs> see, see, that's what ends up happening. You speak too much Spanish, like you say hello, you say how are you, you say the next thing, and then they say full paragraph and you're like oh wait 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 back up I only knew the greetings and we all know I don't know have I talked about this on the podcast producer Courtney fact check me have I talked about how my school my fucking podunk school in South Carolina shouts out Gilbert High School love you but what the fuck were you doing teaching us Japanese (laughs) have I talked about this they taught us Japanese we I grew up in a rural rural (laughs) in a rural why does that word sound so weird a rural farm town in South Carolina and we were taught Japanese. We had a sensei that came to our class every day, every Tuesday, Thursday, whatever it was. And we learned Japanese. I could literally, to this day, pop off head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Do it. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes in Japanese. Atamagata, he's a hashi, he's a hashi. Atamagata, he's a hashi, he's a hashi. Meito, kuchito, hana. Atamagata, he's a, why the fuck do I know that? Did you say kuchi? It is kuchito. Okay. Uh, good. Someone should fact check me. That's uh, of <laughs> Japanese descent, but for me personally, my memory, <laughs> my memory is Kuchito. <laughs> um, see, like this episode could be the end of it all. I yeah. don't know. That was my memory of Japanese, and I'm allowed to have that. Ooh, you just like, thought you were gonna slide by with that. Like, you just thought you were gonna slide by with saying Kuchito. Um, yeah. So I don't know. So that was that's my experience with um, other languages. But then I went to college. I don't know what principal came. Here to school and was like okay what the fuck I don't know who watched Karate Kid too much and was like let's teach them all Japanese but like who came and was one day like uh I don't know if these kids are gonna use this also like really like Spanish is a very like useful tool in the area that we're from so why weren't we learning Spanish like everyone Mm -hmm. else anyways someone comes in I think I was in about 10th grade and they switch us to Spanish a Spanish teacher comes in and Senorita Smith says you know we're gonna skip obviously you guys know hola you guys know she starts saying like whatever como estas we're like whoa, whoa, whoa. we're like no no we don't fucking know that shit I in high school was put into a remedial class with like seventh graders because we were just so underdeveloped when I went to college and had to take an entrance exam I was mortified you know if you if you finish the class sooner you're like that means you were stupider well there you go stupider is <laughs> not a word <laughs> not a word you're stupider um yeah so I remember I finished so early that I was like oh no and some I like pretend I was like click 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 like still tapping on the mic like and they were like ma'am 
your test test done. And I was like, no, not. I think it glitched or something. I was in there for like five minutes. Like mm. I. Oh, you failed too many questions. Quickly. Ooh, I thought you quickly. finished quickly. No, you no, failed quickly. Failed too quickly. They're like remedial. So anyways, yeah. language is not my thing, but I want mm-hmm. to just like say we are unlucky and we are very far away mm-hmm. from other countries that are fabulous. Mm-hmm. So that's all I have to say about that. We will say Ibiza and we will say Ibiza. We will say Ibiza. We will say Ibiza. It is whatever we are currently feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. Whatever cultural uh, references coming into our soul is how we yeah, will speak we'll it. we'll go with it. Um, so I basically am at Soho House with Marissa and she's talking about going to Spain. I'm like, fabulous, fabulous. I am two weeks out from going. She is literally has had this planned for assumingly a while, right? And she's like, I'm going in two weeks. I'm like, fun, fun. She's like, yeah, I'm going to Barcelona. The only thing I wish I could do is I would love to go to Ibiza, but like I can't go to Ibiza as a single female by herself. And I was like, no. It has been like one of the places I've been dying to go. Like love a good party, love a beach, yes. love having fun. It has been the bachelorette party of my dreams. We'll make it happen, baby. I mean, we've got to. We've got point. to. Yeah. But but you said, like, I would love to do that. But On I a just, solo trip, I was not going to go alone. Which, like, if you're listening to this podcast and you're going on a solo trip to Spain, please do not go to Ibiza by yourself. <laughs> like, don't. Honestly, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to tell you, you might not should even go with just one other person. You should maybe have a, a gangle of people with you. <laughs> but uh, really, I was just like, oh, bummer. And I don't know, like, it literally, I'm a pretty uh, spontaneous person in general. But, like, immediately I was like, oh, man, that would be so fun. <gasps> should I go with you? And mm-hmm. she was like, immediately, and I could be retelling the story from my account, but like immediately you were like, yes. I, or you were like, I if you will want to. solo travel, but I don't prefer to. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I will take any and every opportunity, but everything is more fun with someone else. Yes. You have a wing woman, you have a hype man, you have someone just to like be bored with. You have someone to totally. be with in the hotel room. The minute that you gave me an inkling, I was like, gotta push it, gotta push it. She's gotta come with me. <laughs> well, that makes me feel better because I'm like, basically, I hijacked her trip. Anyone that no. met us and was like, so what are you girls doing in Spain? I'm like, well, she was going on an eat, pray, love journey. And I said, I'm coming on that shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to hear that you were like, this is great. I would oh, like it the come. next day, because you were sold. Like, we even left, and I was like, if you're really serious about it, and you were like, I totally am. The next morning, I was like, I have to make sure. Like, I have to yes. lock this down. Some people say that in the moment. And even the next day, you were like, I'm in. I am totally in. So we're going to backtrack for a tiny second because in the episode about the Bedless Dutchman, you guys heard me briefly reference Funny Guy and how he's having his hot guy summer. And I was not invited. And that's all's well to be well. But at the time when we were planning Spain, I was in this really... Um, this pathetic little moment, this little pocket. I'm not always pathetic, but you know, we all have our pockets, pockets of pathetic. And I was in a pathetic pocket at the time. And I I was like, and I told Marissa because I feel so comfortable around Marissa and I guess the rest of the fucking free world and internet on this podcast. So I'm going to say it now as well. Um, I felt very comfortable to tell her. I like, I was like, oh my gosh, I think funny guy might invite me to like wherever he was currently at in the United States. And I was like, I I just like, he's about to invite me. I just feel like he's going to invite me. So like, maybe I shouldn't be in Spain. And she's like, listen, I totally get it. I've been fixated on a guy before and like hope they'd invite me somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I had this like moment where I was like, you know what? This guy is confusing me and I am so confused. And I am here to tell you ladies, especially if this is going to come into play in the next portion of this podcast, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If you are fucking confused, your answer's there. Your answer is there. Unless mm-hmm. there is some pressing issue, like really like y'all are in like a different part of your life or he has kids, like things that are supposed to be confusing for a reason. If you're just outwardly confused if someone likes you, they don't. Mm-hmm. Or if they do, they are not properly showing it to you. And this is not something that you should engage with or spend your energy on. So I have this pocket of not patheticness. I had this pocket of just like confidence and get the fuck out of here, Shannon. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, be better than this. And I said, 
fuck that. He's confusing me. I don't even know if he likes me or if he's that into me. I think he's cool, but like, I'm not going to not go to Spain with my friend. I'm going to Spain. Mm -hmm. And I got out of the pathetic pocket and I went to Spain. And I I feel like you've talked about too, like you're very honest about being single and dating but also like you're ready for a relationship and so if someone is confusing you or not putting in the effort like we're putting our life on hold for someone who's not making us a priority like we don't have time for that I know and it's it's a lot easier said than done so I also want to like mention that I don't I'm not always bad bitch energy where I'm like if someone's confusing dump them cut it it's like that's not always easy to do when you put your time and energy into someone else and you like them but I am I am proud to say that I gave it a moment a pocket and I said no no we're not doing that so anyways cue I said we're going to Spain baby so we decide that we're going to Barcelona and she had started her trip. So Marissa had started her trip a week before me. Yeah. So kind of the outline, like I am such a planner, but to be for some reason, this trip felt different. I didn't want to do a lot of planning. So I had my plane in and out. And then I had my first hotel stay, had none of the meat planned, which is how Shannon even like got to come is because so well, true. not got to come, but no, but it's how we got to even go to Ibiza. Because I was like Soho when we were sorry when we were in the Soho house talking about this. I was like, I remember saying like, wait, can I like can I jump in on this? And you go, I got my flight in and I got my flight out. Yeah, both from Barcelona, but like you're welcome to join. And I remember thinking like, okay, I don't feel so bad joining in if she just yeah. like doesn't. But let me tell you who that stressed the fuck out. Sharon K. Ford, my mom, <laughs> who is literally her literal job as a travel agent, was like, okay, perfect. So you and Marissa are going to, and keep in mind, like I come from, my my stock is this travel agent woman. I love a plan. I love an itinerary. I love all these things, but I'm also, as you guys know from just like knowing me online, I'm a very go with the flow kind of person. Mm-hmm. I don't need, I, I'm not type A to that degree, right? And so I remember my mom being like, cause I've planned Dubai trips. I've done all this stuff where I have it all like very specific planned. and. Marissa and I basically were like, all we need to make sure of is that we have logistics, Mm -hmm. logistics of planes, trains, automobiles, and hotel stays. But other than that, like, fuck it. Let's just figure it out. And everyone has different travel styles. And I figured out through the years that like what fulfills me the most is like becoming a part of the culture. Yeah. And so uh, planning museums and like all of these tours is not my thing. So not planning anything put me more in fulfillment mode. Yeah. We got to just go with the flow and like almost be a local and just see totally. where like the trip took us. Yeah, I agree. It took us everywhere. So that was great. So we we basically, yeah, we had no plans except for we knew we wanted to go to, well, she was in Barcelona for a week before me. Mm-hmm. And then I joined her for two days in Barcelona. Her last two days in Barcelona, I had my first two days in Barcelona. Then we were going to Ibiza. Look at me with the TH, baby. Spanish, I am a Spanish <laughs> lady. Um, so I, I, we went to Ibiza two days later for two days three days we went for three days mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. the plan was to go to Seville Sevilla I have Honestly, actually asked know. and I've asked people and they said it could be either one it could be Seville it could be Sevilla it's like Spain is also España right it's, I mean so it's like either it depends way. on who you ask we simply yeah. can't spend any more time talking about no, it we can't otherwise it'll be the whole podcast and yeah. I'm just not that stressed about it and if you are just turn it off because it's not going to get better. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we were going to go to Sevilla, which is like, what is it kind of like, I don't want to use the word sleepy because I'm sure it's beautiful in its own right, but it's a much slower beach Quiet. town. It was going to be like more cobblestone streets, more antique, classical day trips to beach towns, but like brand new exploration. Honestly, 
I mean, probably not the same as Barcelona, but like we yeah, would have gotten vibes. kind of the same feel. We wanted to go to Barcelona for like the the restaurants, the nightlife, to see iconic Barcelona. We wanted to go to Ibiza. We wanted to go to Ibiza, Ibiza to party our dicks off, and then we yeah. wanted to relax in Seville, and then head back to Barcelona to fly back uh-huh. home. Right? Mm-hmm. Those were our logistics that we planned. Here's what actually happened. So we are going to. You're going to force me to yeah. make these things quick, okay? okay? Okay, day one. I've already been there for Chron- five We're going days. to chronological order now, baby. This yeah. is the trip in... It would make the most sense for me to explain everything yeah. about this trip in chronological order. So, so I've been there for five days. She I've got a done, tattoo. I've got what a couple a bad tattoos. Bitch. She yeah. got tattoos in Barcelona. Cool. Girl. Cool girl. I don't mess around with solo trips. It was a neck tat. And a back tat. Damn. Do not diminish me. Don't diminish I that back. I am a bad back. girl. Just kidding. She's a bad, bad girl. I did um, a couple days solo, was feeling out the city, made a few connections before you got there. Love that for you. Um, Those will circle back around. Um, And honestly was like dying for a friend at that point. Like don't mind a solo trip, but would rather have someone else there with me. I was so excited to be there. And so you showed up day five and my world turned around. (laughs) Like I became a new person the day that you showed up. Marissa, like, I'm just such a sucker. I'm like, really? <laughs> it did? I just love her so much. Like, I just, I don't know. When I love someone, I just, I just, it's, you know what? Unrequited love is not love. <laughs> when you feel love back, there is nothing like it. And I just love Marissa so much. And I just had the best time with her. All I thought, I just caught genuine fret during the trip. Because I'm like, God, is she having as much fun as I'm having? Because I love her. Fuck, I love her. So anyways, that just makes me very happy. It makes yeah. my soul light on fire. I was, I feel like we were texting everyone every day. And I was like, girl, you are going to be so happy. Literally Everyone is hot. Everyone. Everyone's hot. Every, I could not get over. I knew it's like Spanish guys are, they've got to be like my ideal guys. Tall. They are totally your dark, type. Dark, tan skin. They have an accent. Anyone with an accent. Sold. I mean, yeah. If you have an accent, I will fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. I can't say that anymore. <laughs> the clickbait is done. I'm it's a changed done. woman. And honestly, like the, if you're funny, I'll fuck you clip. It's it's gonna it's one of my favorites and when producer Courtney sent it to me I was like gold and now it has haunted me to, <laughs> to my core. But the fact of the matter is, if you have a g- good personality, like I really I will engage in sexual activities with you. Or an but accent. But that's good. Or an accent. Accents and great personalities. Are my standards like, low? I have no idea. I think our standards are high. <laughs> <laughs> like we're not losers to just fuck hot guys. Like if you have a great personality or speech that I enjoy, I'm gonna. <laughs> I am going to hang out with you behind closed doors Mm -hmm. and then talk about it on a very public podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. So anyways, she had been texting me like, these men are so hot. Everyone here is so hot, which we need to circle back because just super quick, um, the service industry Uh -uh. in Barcelona. We can't talk about it. Like Marissa loved Spanish men and Spanish men loved Marissa because I don't know if it was the American thing. I don't know if because mm. they knew that we were just there for a temporary time. If you're watching this on YouTube, I think you are very aware why any man in Barcelona loved Marissa. She's hot. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know why they loved me. You're hot. So, but it's funny because like I would see some guy be like, ooh, ooh, Marissa, hot guy alert. And they're like, everyone. I'd be like, damn it, he's got an apron on. Like, mm-hmm. not like, damn it, he's got an apron on. Like, we're not interested in anyone in the service industry. But I was like, damn it, he probably doesn't get off till four in the morning. Oh, like I would be crossing a crosswalk and a 
trash truck would be coming down the alley. So I would have to stop because he would have to cross the street in the trash truck guy. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would be lost in the days over the trash truck guy. I, I if you're was in taking a coma. trash out in Barcelona, well, fuck you. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was in a Spanish coma. We were in a patatas bravas and <laughs> Spanish men coma. Okay. They're all just so hot. Okay. So I arrive. I get there. Mm-hmm. Barcelona. Day one. I slept. I did the perfect fucking thing. I made myself so tired the day before. I slept on the whole trip. I arrived at eight in the morning. I got there. She's like, how are you jet lagged? I'm like, baby, I'm ready to fucking rumble. Let's go. We have a pool day, mm-hmm. right? We check into, oh, so if you guys want to know anything about our trip as far as like hotels, restaurants, whatever, uh, Marissa has a beautiful highlight on her page. Check that out. We'll briefly mention names of places we stayed here, but like if you actually want the the meat and potatoes of where we stayed in a, a trip guide, go to her Instagram at Marissa Danielle and you can find the logistics there. Mm-hmm. But we um, check in Hotel Arts, which was beautiful. Um, we got a suite. We said, if we're going to do it, let's fucking do it. And that's another thing about traveling. Me and Marissa just had the same concept about life. We were like, we're at an age and a point in our life mm-hmm. where we just want to have fun and we want to enjoy ourselves. So mama's booked the suite. So we have an incredible view, incredible time there. We have a pool day and then it's time to go to dinner. Yeah, I think it was like time to get ready. You try to take like a little baby nap. Oh like, yeah, she did say that I didn't. I did not. She goes, "You nap for a second. And I walked in, and there was like a floorboard that creaked, and you were like, <gasps> "She zombie came alive." <laughs> um, but the timing is just so weird. It's seven hours ahead, like happy hours at seven p.m. Like the nights just start so late. Okay, so Marissa will do a better job explaining this really quick. Explain because this is very important to the entire concept, and mm-hmm. especially if you want to go to Spain. Mm-hmm. Explain Spanish culture, or I don't even. It could be. exceeding past Spain but for Spain explain what they do breakfast is I mean you can eat breakfast but it's late it's 11 10 11 o'clock this is by the way not like it this is not like oh kind of what they do places are closed Mm -hmm. like if you are an American and you're traveling here or if you're anyone that eats breakfast at the times that we're used to please note that you cannot like you you will not so like so many places open for lunch at one like places here open at 11 for lunch yeah their version is one so if you show up at one it's early yeah so you're eating lunch at two two to four some places close from four to seven seven. Mm -hmm. people work until 7, 7.30, 8 o'clock. Then they get off and their happy hour is at 7. Their happy hour is at 7. So if you go to dinner at 7, you are eating at 4.30 in the You're afternoon. You're a loser. Yeah. It's so early. So the the time change is already hard, but getting adjusted to like the meal time. So at 7, you're like, okay, it's time to eat. It's not time it's to not eat. Time it to is eat. champagne time. It is time to walk around. Like sun does not set for two more hours. Sun sets at 9 p.m. there. And here was the nice thing, just being a girl – and being someone that just like got there and like being a little jet lagged ish, like it was kind of in a weird way. There were times when we were like in Ibiza where I was like, oh my God, we're not going out and it's two in the morning. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of times where Gosh. I did not mind. Mm-hmm. I did not mind the late starts because I was on vacation. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was like, this is perfect. Like I was able to get ready, have time to take a couple selfies. And then I was like, oh, we got to go to dinner. Dinner's at 930, like 930. And that's us showing up early. We were the fucking losers. Like mm-hmm. we were showing up to 930 dinner and like, honestly, that was early mm-hmm. so that is just to preface like the time schedule if you want to go to Spain that's mm-hmm. what we're twerking with okay which is nice because like we had a pool day we got ready but you took a nap and I mean we probably didn't leave until I don't know close to eight and it was still light oh outside. my god so sunny like yeah like you guys not like golden hour like sunny 
Mm-hmm. Golden hours, like, yeah, like 8.30 or so. Yeah. So at 8 o'clock, we're walking to dinner. We decided to go to the plaza. I'm like, it's guys, it's my first night there. I've been in Barcelona for seven hours, mm-hmm. if that. Um, and we're walking down the street. Everyone, keep in mind, so hot. But we're walking down the street, and I'm going to give my just account of said situation, but I'm pretty <laughs> positive because I've talked about it 18 times to Marissa. We both have the same account. We're walking. I don't know which one of us said it. But down an of, alley. Okay, so this needs to be prefaced really quick, only because now I'm like, this is my favorite story ever. I need you guys to know how intricate Barcelona is. Barcelona is, I'm not going to compare it to New York in the sense of anything other than every tiny little street is its own alleyway. And if you've ever been to Italy, like I went to the Amalfi Coast and there were so many, I remember I was in uh, I was in Positado and there were so many little alleyways and in Capri as well, like tiny little cobblestone historic alleys that are like, you could just get lost because there's so many. And they're a full street. Like you have to turn down a street and it's an alleyway. It's an alleyway. So they're yeah. just all tiny and intricate and it's not open and broad. It's, it's broad in some parts, like plazas and centers but like for the most part it's these tiny little tucked away alleys and crossways and whatever it's just important to note that the we see these guys and it's just random right and she's like look at the or maybe i said it i don't know one of us was like look at those men and then the other person was like damn it was two guys who were crossing the street they were two very attractive guys and uh they were just hot <laughs> like they were just they were i think we were like they're gorgeous like, i men. warned you that guys would be hot and it was like whether they live there or whether they were visiting there like everyone who goes there is hot which also everyone is from Europe going to Barcelona too. So totally. you're just like, everyone in Europe is hot. If you're an American, couldn't agree more. we're lacking in so many ways because Europeans just... If you're American, ugh. you're so fucking ugly. Like, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Am I? Mm. Am I? No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, but it's just like European. And maybe, yeah. It, 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 just so it, hot. It, it was like a, It was like a scene out of a movie. We're like walking down an alley and you've got this street in front of us and these two people in an alley's five feet wide so yeah. you have these two people who just blip by just like popped out. both of us looked at each other we were honestly probably talking stopped mid-combo and we were like did you see those two guys and i don't want to over romanticize this moment because i am oh no we're gonna over currently living it. in like a cute little fairy tale of my mm-hmm. own but like honestly i don't think i am over romanticizing the story the story is pretty fucking cute and romantic it is so except for the fact that like they passed by <laughs> us we it's- hit the end of the alleyway they were a block down we were supposed to go straight and we were like she has immersive was the mapper she's like she'd been yeah. there a few days five days before me so i'm like love you i you have to map us mm-hmm. so she's she's telling us where to go we're going to this plaza for dinner and i look at her i remember for a fact i'll be desperado in this situation desperado scale i'll give it six um i said <laughs> let's follow them and she was like what are we gonna do we don't it's the opposite way where we're going i said that's okay let's just follow them for a little bit and she was like all right so we're following them we had already definitely certainly made eye contact with these two guys two girls two guys good looking we Did made they? eye contact i can't even remember it happened so totally they, they quickly looked down the alley the Something same amount happened. as us like we looked oh, at them they right. looked at us like definitely right. made eye contact that's right some sort of contact of looks yes and um it wasn't lengthy but it they was were like, just as desperate as we were they saw us we saw them yeah i don't know if they we thought they might be like itching to see us so i'm like let's follow them thinking in my head thinking that they're gonna be two guys two girls they're gonna start turning back oh are they like oh they're behind us now we should slow down we should talk to them they are motherfucking booking it like i look at marissa and i'm like oh she's like they're walking pretty fast marissa tall girl 510 me 58 and also walk so fast people so tell fast. me all the time like even so fast i walk it was shocking it, it's jarring how mm-hmm. fast i walk and so mm-hmm. really i was like okay 
this is weird. Like they haven't looked back at us one time. They're borderline like sprinting. Like w either one, I have body dysmorphia and I think I'm way hotter than I am. Or two, they have girlfriends. Or three, they look so young. Like I don't know where mm -hmm. I'm going with this, but I, I, I at some point, <laughs> one of us is like. We were a block into walking in the wrong direction and we looked at each other. They had not looked back once. We looked at once. each other and we were like, should we abort mission? Abort mission. Abort we said, mission. we both collectively decided. Like, it's what a, was the plan once we caught up to them? And you I think know, she had said just, to begin with when I was like, let's follow them. She was like, what's the plan? I was like, I don't know. Maybe they're walking into a bar and we can like pop into the bar too. That mm -hmm. was clearly not this. I was like, they could be walking back to their wives and children. I don't fucking know. Let's just abort mission. So we do. We abort mission. We go to the plaza. We, we, we turn around. Wait, I mean, first of all, we had to we walk. We have to turn around. <laughs> we walk a block backwards. <laughs> we walked a block in the wrong direction to follow these men. And so we walk a block backwards. We end up, we go to this plaza. We have a yes. delicious amount of potatoes bravas, which is, by the way, just potatoes and cheese. And <laughs> we had so many potatoes and cheese. I am a recipe potato by this point in my life. <laughs> it destroyed me for the longest time i ate potatoes <laughs> two or three times a day <laughs> I I remember eating that many potatoes. i'm a russet potato at this point i tried them everywhere <laughs> marissa i don't know if this is true but marissa convinced me that everywhere you go i would say it like, is true i would it's true i would say we have potatoes bravas the last place and she would go this um, country mm -hmm. takes pride in their potatoes i bravas. took a food tour when i was alone so never leave me alone again <laughs> <laughs> And they told me that it's the pride of the city and I can never touch another potato. She said it's the pride of the city. So everyone wants to try their own version of them. Mm -hmm. So we have to try them everywhere. So everywhere we went, we had goddamn potatoes, potatoes bravas. Yeah. <laughs> and they were everywhere we went. Delicious. Different and delicious every and time. And I will so. say, I was like, why are we getting the same thing? But it's true. Every single restaurant we went to was a different version of Potatas Bravas, which was yeah. really nice. So we, we had a plaza night. I had already been there. So I was like, there's this plaza I want you to eat at. There were some bars that I'd been to with. It was a Tuesday. Um, so she had come off of a Sunday that was super fun. And she was yeah. like, the nightlife is fun. Da, 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 da. And I was like, ready to go. I was awake. I was yeah. like, ready to go. So I was like, dinner and then let's fucking enjoy the nightlife. I had met people before you got there so like I went out with them and so they showed me to some of the most fun bars and I had a couple like very wild nights and so I was super excited because I was like I cannot wait to do a wild night with Shannon yes and then it was a Tuesday and it was a Tuesday so, which we were like you know me guys if there's one thing about me I will find that fucking silver lining if I have to claw through the clouds if I have to like eject myself out of a plane to find a silver lining I will find it which also makes me a great person to travel with. Mm -hmm. And Marissa's the same way. So we were, we were reaching. We were like, uh, dinner, let's go. And then we were like, drinks, the bar's kind of slow, but the music yes. is fun. We went to two places and I remember both, by like the last place, it was, I don't even know, 1230 and we were like. 1230 at night. Does it like, <laughs> you know is this Pick a good up? night and they were like yeah but it's still early we were, we like, were like my god like, i was I've, like jesus yeah like i get that it's early here but my god american like I i've got to go think we basically after dinner two separate bars i mean we were like we tried we took four or five shots we had espresso martinis we were ready to make a night out of it we were ready to rumble it barcelona was like not gonna barcelona was like yeah. it's a fucking tuesday and we love we love where your head's at girls but it's mm -hmm. a fucking tuesday so yeah. we're like all right let's i look at her at one point and i say it's my first night here i didn't want to be again like the loser travel friend so i was like I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. i was like look 
I, it's my first night here. I don't mind to go to sleep. She's like, let's call it. I'm like, let's call it. So we go to, to go back to the hotel, to walk back to the hotel. And, um, I suffered gelato. I don't know why that's we leave this. Well, we leave. It is important because we leave this bar. I love a dessert. I was so, I think, stuffed on tequila that I couldn't Fair. put any more in me. But we saw this gelato shop and we talked about going, I didn't want any. You got some. Yeah. I Every second counts because. I'm just, I'm such, I'm going to just. Inter- we're romanticizing the story again. And it has to be. I'm going to romanticize the story. And I've, I've actually, I'm going to bring you guys into the inner workings of my brain for a second. Scary place. Um, I've had, I would say four or five conversations about this podcast. You guys know me. I come on the podcast. I just talk my shit. I keep it going. It's why I think you guys love me. It's why I love the podcast. It's why I feel comfortable here. I can talk on my Instagram as much as I want, but on my podcast, I don't know why, because it is still the exact same amount of the internet, but I just feel like it's a safe place. Like if you're, if you're on minute, I have a timestamp in front of me. If you're on minute 34, 35, I assume you enjoy me enough or you hate me enough that you're listening to this long. So it just feels safer for some reason. But I've had several conversations where I'm like, do I gatekeep this whole story? Because it feels really special to me and it feels really important to me. And I, I I don't care how crazy I sound right now. Like I really have thought exponentially about talking about this and everyone that knows me is like, do what you want to do. But like, you're like, our favorite thing about you is that you are who you are fully and truly. And it would be just, and I said, I think it would be just like, so against everything I believe in and who I am to not tell the story. So all that being said, I'm going to romanticize for a second that I stopped to get gelato because if I hadn't stopped to get gelato, which you didn't want gelato or I didn't need it. I mean, we took all. a couple pictures. I snapped pictures of you just like being sure. in the moment. I mean, I'm not kidding. Every second counts because we walked out of this night that essentially it was so much fun to spend time totally. with you, but like didn't turn into like a night. Yeah, it was just like and the then turned into there. like. Night. Yeah. yeah. So I so we get gelato, I eat the gelato. I think I post the gelato. Not me eating ice cream and not posting about it. So I, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> okay, these details aren't important. I they throw the card away. <laughs> they are. Okay, so we literally leave Gelato. We're walking down another side alley street or something. We're complete cross- opposite area of town. This and is not this four is or no, five hours later. Four or five hours later, not the same. This is why I reference it to New York. It is not the same area of town that we were previously in. When we were walking to dinner, this is not the same cross street. This is not the same alleyway. We were in a totally different part or mm-hmm. area of Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And we are literally like our, our um, me being map marissa are like crossing the street marissa. <laughs> we're like you know waiting on the side it's our turn it's time to cross and in front of our path again is those two guys and we looked at each other and we were like they're the guys i mean it happened in a second they're the guys second shannon s- said that she smiled to like the nth degree Oliver I mean, Pearly I White. smiled. So I was like, well, I was like, what do we do? And we didn't even have enough time to ask what we do. I was just like, they're the guys. And she's like, they're the same guys. And then I was like, we got one look. We got, we had one shot. Like one look. Like what was it like one shot? Like they're the end all be all. I just remember thinking, what are the fucking odds? You know what? The first time we saw them, we made eyes and then they sprinted ahead of us. This time, what are the, I was thinking to myself, what are the fucking odds? Like, I'm going to make it very clear without words that like, hi, like, I don't and know. To be honest, I'd had like a lot of, I feel like stolen moments with guys where you look at them, they look at you, you look again, they look at you, and then people walk and you're like, I'm never going to see you again. Yeah. 
it was like we had to smile we literally had to wave at them I was like we're throwing up a hand gesture just to let you know yeah. extra mile like hey we seen you yeah yeah so I I smile I keep walking I'm like Marissa I smile and I turn back around and Marissa's like talking to the guys I'm like damn it I'm like like go back I'm like oh my god hi I didn't squeal like that I was so much cooler than that I was like hi what's up didn't we see you earlier but I think what was nice it's like they're two guys we're two girls yeah it was it was just and we're were, American they were not yeah they were not and basically we find out that they were like oh my god yeah we saw you guys earlier whatever we we end up like they were very nice I tried to take them to a couple bars it was a Tuesday it was empty um one of them had a girlfriend was super awesome we loved it Marissa and I immediately I remember thinking like so we kind of like it wasn't like we even paired off I was talking to one one time she was talking to one one time you could feel where the things were going the flirtation so I'm like I'm gonna take the best friend because you yeah. two were hanging out and the other guy actually was like at some point I was like do you have a girlfriend because you're being very respectful and I wasn't in him anyways which we but love which we he love. was being very very respectful but also we were sitting there watching them two hit it off so we just sort of took a back seat that is so nice yeah thank you so then obviously he went home you and I are staying together and so we're walking down the streets I remember we try to go to a bar it's closed you go to another bar it's empty we do all this stuff and I think Marissa this is where I will enter that Marissa is the goat of, of we're gonna just surpass travel friends and just talk about being a, a wing woman just of all wing women's and she was like you know we love that the friend was basically so respectful that it was blatantly obvious and she mm-hmm. just straight up said like do you have a girlfriend and maybe he even just said like yeah me and my girlfriend X, no, Y, Z. oh I asked because he was being very respectful and yeah. I was like any guy trying to flirt is like semi trying yeah. to do something he just wasn't which I super appreciated knowing yeah. that he had a girlfriend. We get in the so. cab. I, I actually was like, oh, I'll call us a cab. This place is closed. I remember I called the cab me. I'm like on it, on it, on it. I'm going to call the cab. And I turned back around and Marissa is hugging the guys goodbye. And I'm like, fuck, I really like talking to that guy. But I guess because the bar is closed, they're going home. And then the one guy is like, hey, yeah, he's going to go home. And I'm coming with you guys. And we get in the cab. And Marissa was like, he had a girlfriend. And it's so funny because the, his friend in the car is like, yes, he has a girlfriend. You know, she's she's such a babe. Like, she's wonderful. Like, we love that he has a girlfriend. She's wonderful. And me and Marissa, like, I, I'm sure, I don't know what he was expecting. But we were like, oh, my God, we love that. Like, we were like, how respectful. Like, we loved that's it. amazing. There's like, a lot of shitty guys out there. And yeah. I loved every interaction because he was so respectful yeah and the fact that we kept hanging out with him he was so respectful we met his girlfriend later. yeah we like met, listen she just they were all winners it came in our full books. circle and we ended up yeah. meeting his girlfriend and they were he she was quite the babe as they yeah, say and so totally. anyways we yeah so we go i look at marissa like like we're gonna go back to the hotel bar we're at the hotel arts they have a fabulous bar downstairs we go down to the bar we have some tequila basically marissa is like i don't know so in my head i'm i'm running through the fact that we're two girls we've got a one we've got a suite super nice two floors we've got one bed and so i'm trying to rationalize how does this move forward (laughs) and i am thinking to myself i don't fucking care (laughs) i don't fucking care because i will say the sexual attraction was obviously there. He's a very good looking man. But like genuinely, I was enjoying talking to this guy so, 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 so much. And I basically like at some point, I think he went to the bathroom or something. And I just said to Marissa, like, please take the bed upstairs. Um, I just want to hang out with him downstairs because, again, it was a it was a beautiful suite that had two floors, luckily, with like, you know, closing doors and whatever. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, she was like, yeah, you guys like you were also out. a trooper because I got a bed and I wasn't just like chilling on the couch. Dude, but, no, 50 50. So but I was clearly, like clearly. 
you had a good night i had a fun night we hung yeah. out it was wonderful like went downstairs had like just i don't i don't like honestly i don't care if if this all blows up in my face and like i don't know three weeks from now i'm mortified and this episode I, i've done this before where i've like you know thought to myself how could you be so stupid to just like air your whole life out and then it always reminds me that this is what i do and you guys hear the good the bad the ugly i know that sounds cliche but like basically all i'm saying is i had one of the most like connections with someone i've ever felt and it wasn't yes like sexually it was wonderful but like um in so many other ways like i just felt very connected to this guy in a very short amount of time from like the walk to the hotel the hotel bar and even like the small time being back at the hotel like he he didn't talk about just himself he like asked about you he asked about us like he talked about other things that weren't surface level so it felt more than just like a one night stand totally it could have been i was fully expecting it to be a one night stand didn't care was like barcelona it's fine live your life live your truth whatever um no double standards here motherfuckers like everyone if you're listening live your life male or female so anyways i was just fully expecting that but i couldn't stop thinking about him the next day but i was like relax also i didn't want to annoy marissa so i'm just like relax and then we're she, but she's cool she's like has he texted you i'm like yeah he sent me the nicest thing blah blah, blah. and then we're like texting we have a pool day the next day mm-hmm. keep in mind this is now our last day in barcelona because we're going to ibiza the, the next day mm-hmm. so it's our last day in barcelona we have a pool day we have another like beautiful lunch and then a beautiful dinner at Bellissima, which is by the marina which you guys should try out it's gorgeous and i said should I said should I text him you go what do you have to lose and I was like mm, I was right. like okay, all right okay. so I texted yes. him and was like you know like yes we'd been casually texting throughout the day like flirty whatever but I basically just was like maybe I'll never even see this guy again but I know yeah. I want to see him again tonight at least yeah so I was basically like she was I, like how not desperate do I be but like how forward do I be how oh, like whatever 100 percent I was like, like how I desperate. totally want to hang out and I would love to bone again yeah can I, I yes you okay. can say that i okay. was like at least i'd love to have sex with this man again at yeah l- and we <laughs> at were like least. we were like to be honest i was like shoot your shot you really like him he seems like he really likes you over text we're leaving and then we're doing sevilla so yeah. like it's your last night to hang out with him just like shoot just shoot your, your shot and honestly yeah. i'm gonna be completely honest here like it sexually like i just was like I will put it all on the line. Oh, to we're going there. We're going again. there <laughs> to experience this again. I will put it all on the line. I don't. I honestly was like, I don't care how desperate I sound. Like, even should if we I drink to that, we should drink to that. Okay. Cheers wow. to cheers to Barcelona. Cheers to. We're gonna call him. He is effectively now Barcelona. Yeah, That's his name. There's nothing else to give him. And the title of that. And trip. really. <laughs> God bless that man. What a giving man. So, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i forgot i poured straight tequila in that oh, oh my god you might that was need such it. a big swallow you might need it okay okay well and we were like it's our last night we leave in the morning shoot your shot she and was like do it and he i don't remember how he answered we're, but he was very clearly like very i would love to yeah. see you again yeah totally so, and so i told yeah. marissa do you want to go to shoot your shot. dinner with us again she was like well she had met someone along the way too. She was like, I'll go. You said you would go grab dinner with them or drinks with them. Again, mm-hmm. everything in Barcelona at this time when I was texting him, like, do you want to see me? It was like 9 p.m., which is early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, very early there. So you went, what did, what did you do again? I forget. Um, I met someone for drinks that I had met before. You met someone for drinks that you had met before. Mm-hmm. Did you have a fun time? What is his I name? What's his pseudonym? Um... Me, I'm we'll like, just, I know who the fuck he is, but what's his pseudonym? We'll just call him Sweet Guy. He sweet was guy. very so sweet. sweet. So he was sweet. very sweet. He was Spain. 
He was from Spain? He was from Venezuela. He was sweet. He's a sweet guy. Okay, he so was sweet. she goes to, uh, she has um, drinks with a sweet guy. I tell Barcelona, like, it's just you and I tonight. He says his friend is doing something else that night. I'm like, well, what are the odds? So we go and have drinks. Um, I will make this very brief because literally this cannot be a four-hour podcast, but in that moment that we had drinks um, the second night by ourselves, I the connection, again, was just... Um, I haven't ever felt it before. Like I just, I'm going to over romanticize it and I don't care. And I will get to the point where I'm like, I have this like pivotal moment where I'm like, did I just feel like I was on the bachelor for five days? Like, is this real? Do I actually feel this way? Are these real feelings or are these over romanticized, like overdone feelings because I'm in a new country with a new person who has a really sexy accent and is also really hot and really good at sex. And like, and what am I doing? Right. And um, the answer is, I don't think so. (laughs) The amount of times that you mentioned to me, like, he's saying these really sweet things, and I can't decide if I'm freaked out or not. And we were like, you have asked for these things so many times. Yeah, so... And then you were like, I'm not freaked out. Like, actually, these are the things that I've asked for. I feel the same way, and I'm not weirded out by it at all. And here's the thing, too. Like, I feel like we get... get (laughs) I'm saying we, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but for me personally, as a female at 28 years old in this current life that I live, I, I ask for these things. I manifest these men. And then every once in a while, I've only been single for like a year and a half, but I was in very long-term relationships. I'm a relationship girl. I'm ready to meet my person. And I say all the things I want. And this man is literally giving me everything I want and everything I've asked for and I've written down and I've done all the right things I've said I'm gonna write down what I want I'm gonna write down what he does and he's doing all of them and I'm almost like you're a little freaked out I'm just thinking to myself how could this be so perfect Mm -hmm. so quickly Mm -hmm. and Marissa I will give it to her not one of my dearest closest bestest longest friends in the whole world Mm -hmm. she looked at me and she said I don't know if I'm out of line here but I'm gonna tell you right now I'm not letting you do this Mm -hmm. I'm not letting you self-sabotage because I was fully self-sabotaging and I was like Oh my God, this is too weird. Am I like being so weird? I kept like finding myself wanting to talk about this guy and I'd be like, sorry, I can't keep talking about him. This is so fucking weird. I'm being so weird. And she's like, let it happen. Like allow it, like just let it happen. If, if you're feeling those things, like feel them. And I'm like, okay. And I have this podcast where I give you guys advice and it's like, hey, every once in a while, just take your own fucking advice and allow it to happen when this person enters your life so I think we all romanticize the bad boy who like there's the chase and then eventually they turn around and whatever and it it always feels very weird to have the guy who's who is very upfront and he's very like vulnerable and that feels weird to receive and I think because you allowed yourself to receive it it I mean, not to fast forward, but it like you're in a place now where you really yeah. like him. Yeah. And usually the bad boy, the guy who like you talk to your friends about, you're it confused takes for months, four months. You're confused months. for four months. And like it hasn't been that long. You guys have spent a lot of time together, but it hasn't been that long. And I feel like you really like him because yeah. both of you have been very vulnerable. So I think not playing games is just like you say, I don't want to play games. I don't want to play games. But then you actually don't play games. And it's genuinely like, it is life-changing and yeah um 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I Okay, so fast forward. So y'all have a really good last night together and then we're heading to Ibiza. And he says, Oh my god, I love Ibiza. Like it's such a fun place. You guys have fun. Gonna miss you. We basically Because like, we're going and not coming back to Barcelona. We I tell him we're going to Sevilla. Like we're going to Sevilla. He's like beautiful, how wonderful. Mm-hmm. We are very forward with each other and he definitely tells me like I've just never felt a connection like this before. I'm like, neither have I. I tell Marissa all these things. Interesting enough. Blah blah blah. We go to Ibiza. This we is, are planning on ha- well. This is just important I'm, to note that our flights to Ibiza were totally fucked, and Vulin Air is this fucking Spirit Jet Blue airline of Spain, apparently. Oh, the worst! And they put us on fucking standby, even though we had tickets. It was a whole debacle. We were sweating more than you would even sweat normally in a Barcelona airport. Mm-hmm. We were just, we were so stressed. I was texting my mom like. This is the worst day of our lives. Like I got on the flight, but Marissa didn't, but I'm not going to fucking leave Marissa, but our bags were already checked. Honestly, it was just like pure chaos. Mm -hmm. And it it put us in like a really weird mood about like traveling further on this airline called Vulin Air, which just FYI, fuck you guys. Can we say it one more time? Vulin Air, Air. literally fuck you guys. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, Anyways, we, we get on the flight and we go to Ibiza. Yeah. And And I think I, there was a part of me, I don't even know if I've said it, that I was a little bummed that you had a crush going into Ibiza because I was like, I (laughs) lost my single wing woman because she had literally, she was. I was hook, line, and sinker, baby. She was. I'm going to be completely honest. In a cock coma. I was that like, felt really <laughs> disgusting coming out of my mouth. But, but to be honest, that's what you were. You were. I was you done. Were smitten. I was smitten. And I was so sad because I was ready to party and to be single <laughs> and to be in bathing suits. And I was like, I have lost her. But I did know you would still come in clutch. Like you Correct. are still the most hype woman, wing woman of all wingman. Love you. And. Mm. I knew I wouldn't have a bad time, but it is so much easier to suck in someone if totally. both of you are single. But I didn't need it. I was I was sucked in. I was ready to go. I also fully, as you guys know, listening to this podcast, I will try a drug. I would like there is not a song by the late oh who sings that song actually? He talks about Avicii, but Avicii passed away. Who uh, sings the song? Well, Mike Poster. Well, he's alive. Yeah, no, but he's a. Visa. I took a pill and a visa. Yeah. To, Prove to Avicii yeah, I was, was cool. cool. Okay, right, whatever. We know the song, okay? The song is great. Anyways. That took a lot. I did not post it even once. I almost made so many stories about it. Did everyone you? kept being like, yeah, I mean, you posted your song. And I was like, first of all, just to be clear, I'm cooler than that, okay? I'm not going to go to Ibiza and post the song. I took a bill in Ibiza. Also, we, I feel like Ibiza is not a place where you show up without any plans. Like, you need a club. You need a day bed. You need a whatever. We it's actually, Vegas. It's, we didn't have any of it. It's a more beautiful, more fabulous, iconic Vegas. And so think about going to Vegas. You're not going to go to Vegas and just like pop into a club. You can't do that. Right. You have to have a table. You have to have a plan. You have to have understanding of the beach clubs. And I'm yeah. going to tell you, we didn't. We didn't. We but didn't. the like theme of the trip is like there's only two Fuck of it. us. I feel like we're like really fun. We're super cute. So I was it's like, so people easy to will travel want to like, like that. hang out or like we'll just figure it yeah. out. Which I'm in the back of the plane because I barely got on. Oh, yeah. The standby. I'm like, in the back the, <laughs> I'm in the back of the plane. And at some point, I mean, we are into the ride. Yeah. I look down the aisle because I'm in an aisle seat. Thank God. And I look <laughs> down God. the aisle and Shannon is talking to everyone around her. <laughs> I think I might have taken a video. I'm not sure. Um, I just remember thinking like, that's my girl. I don't know what she's doing. but that's she's, do- like, she's doing it. It is in every movie. Like the plane to Ibiza is okay, average guys- age, 29 years old. 
everyone is drunk showing up yes. for the plane and everyone is taking a 45 minute plane ride to the party central wa- yeah wasted they're, and they're wild. drunk or hungover and they're ready to be drunk or hungover when they land i need to paint the scene that we talked about this trip for so long two weeks um and we were like you know the plane to visa the plane to visa because there's literally that movie isn't it on netflix called it's visa called the visa and, and it's iconic because it shows the flight from barcelona to visa it's 45 minutes and you yes. go from this like cultural beautiful like cathedrals restaurants like just you know whatever town and you go to this just it's fucking Ibiza and you Mm -hmm. you go there and it's 45 minutes so everyone is just like crazy and they're singing and they're dancing they're on the plane and it's like she said everyone's hot everyone's young everyone's about to go to the same place to go party I mean everyone is a bachelor bachelorette crew yeah it's like it's young party central and I remember looking up there and just thinking like my girl is making plans setting (laughs) dates putting her foot in her mouth like we're gonna figure out some group to pop into she I'm not kidding texted me five minutes later and she you don't have wi-fi on the plane by the way because it's such a short flight but whatever you expected the the Ibiza flight to be I was like wait am I like being crazy yo yeah. we got on the plane there was this group of like 20 dudes who were all wearing matching shirts that were like chanting some like beautiful chant in another language and I was like they're fun <laughs> like everyone was fully there to fucking party and the plane the flight attendant came over and told them to relax because the plane was rocking rocking literally Didn't know that. rocking Glad so, I did not know that one. Yeah, we that might have stressed you out. It stressed me yeah. out personally. But at some point during the flight, I meet this beautiful group of people. This is the, the the group of people that Marissa was like. I texted her at the end of the conversation, and she was like, I saw you, and I knew we were set. Because I get this tap on her shoulder. It's an amazing man who's literally like, my wife will literally fucking murder me. She has told me, if you fucking say a word to her, I'll kill you. But, like, she he, he undersells it. He's like, she knows you. I'm thinking she's a podcast yeah. listener or whatever. No, actually, she does know me through my friend Anna Grace. Anna Grace had had the same exact it, most crazy random experience with the same group of people, same whole group. Not You just, said you talked about it on a podcast. I don't remember which so, one. So, okay, so thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. Go back to Wig Burrito. Wig Burrito, where Anna Grace talks about, I think it was episode three of the last season. Yeah, producer Courtney is going to fact check me, but the episode's called Wig Burrito. Anna Grace tells the most iconic story. It's right before she meets Coach and has like, it's her last single adventure. She's in Miami. She's in Miami for New Year's Eve. And she meets this group of people in a line waiting for a club and ends up spending the rest of the fucking weekend with them, like three days with them. She was like, I had a husband for four days. He was wonderful, whatever. This group of people, she she doesn't just talk about the guy. She talks about this, like, this group of, like, humans. She's like, they're mm-hmm. so inclusive. They're so wonderful. They're so nice. The girls, her- They were dr- so much fun. Her, they're so much fun. The dress yeah. splits down at some point. The girl gives her a dress. I just remember the story being like, was it episode three? Episode five. I was wrong. But episode five, Wig Burrito. She like- just could not stop talking about I remembered it I mean it was a podcast I'm her actual best friend I just was like what cool people anyways this guy taps on the shoulder he's like my wife knows you whatever he says like yeah I'm like oh my god how funny what a small world we're on a plane to Ibiza and your wife follows me on Instagram that well, is and random Shannon has red hair she's the only person in Spain with red hair so like, of course <laughs> you notice me like your wife noticed me but I still was just like it wow. was more than that even, it was like even if she was just a follower I was yeah. like how what a small world no 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 she was so much more than that this was the exact not just the husband and the wife the exact same giant group not giant I don't know it was like eight people yeah like like husband and wife crew like all these couples that were so much fun so wonderful and they say like we were with your friend Anna Grace and I was like oh y'all were the people Mm -hmm. and they're like yes and I was like 
shut the fuck up. And I, I then get really creepy. I'm like, we have this whole episode. It's called wig burrito. I'm like <laughs> typing it up. They're like, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, no, I love you. I love you by happenstance. I love you because Anna Grace doesn't say she loves people unless she really loves people. I love you guys. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, she was wonderful. They were so chill. And then they say, you know, we're going to Blue Marlin tomorrow, beach club that's iconic. That actually Barcelona guy who spent a lot of time in Ibiza before had said, like, if you can go to Blue Marlin, go to Blue Marlin. But, like, honestly, it'd be very hard to get a reservation. And I was like, eh, yeah, probably won't I mean, make and it the happen. fact that we showed up with no plans whatsoever. And she's, I'm not kidding, like, in a two, like, there row was so situation, she sat in the middle of, of all the eight of them. Of the That's what, group. when I turned around and you were talking to everyone, I was like, she's got something planned <laughs> and Something made. of the pipeline. And they were doing, because we're not bougie, but, like, we want to go to, like, we want to experience things that, like, uh, we're not going to stay in a hostel in Barcelona. Yes. We want to stay in, like, a different situation. Do whatever floats your boat. But yeah. personally, we wanted to experience the, like, fun, luxurious parts of Ibiza. Yeah. Like, why not? Like, one day I'm going to have kids. One day I'm going to have a whole mess of responsibilities. But right now, I just want to do the fun stuff. And it was like they wrote the itinerary for bougie, fun, iconic shit Like, Ibiza. they're sitting there and they're like, it's just you two. We had a 10-person group. Two people, two people backed dropped out. out. Yes. So you two come and join and all these things. And, and we so, were like, are you sure? They were so nice. They were so inclusive, just like Anna Grace said. And I told Marissa, I was like, I'm going to let them like sit on it because maybe they're just drunk on the plane to Ibiza like everyone else. But like, I'm going to text them the next day. And if they still invite us, we're so fucking set. They literally have Blue Marlin Reservation. They have all this reservation because they're a group of eight. When you're a group of eight, you got to plan stuff because you're a fucking group of eight. Yeah. We're a group of two. We were easy to just slip in there and they were so nice and inclusive they invited us to their fabulous villa people were messaging me when i posted on instagram like where are y'all i'm like mm-hmm. don't worry about it but <laughs> but really like we're at their villa we were staying at a beautiful hotel we stayed at nobu in abitha which was gorgeous but gorgeous. like they had an iconic villa that they were like please come enjoy yourselves so we go to blue marlin it's iconic and then and then she looked at the timestamp of this podcast and she realized not only is she not going to fake turning this podcast into two parts i'm not even gonna look like this at the next but if you're watching this on youtube <laughs> i'm gonna be in a different outfit and you're gonna have to wait and i'm not even i'm actually not even doing this to give you a cliffhanger i'm telling you genuinely there are so many stories marissa just looked at me we stopped the podcast just now we talked to producer courtney i talked to marissa i'm like i could cram all of this into the next 10 minutes but it wouldn't give it wouldn't I mean, justify our trip. Blue Marlin is Saturday, and we don't leave Barcelona until Friday. I mean, there's there's six more days of just shit. The that next happened. the <laughs> next six days. So that night, that night, I'm not going to go into detail. But that night, and this is why you have to listen to the next episode. <laughs> <sighs> do it. I shudder to think. Do it. I'll do it. Give I, it your best, girl. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do Give it. Give it your best. All right. That night. I took a pill and a beast. Ooh, ooh. Um, um, we'll, we're going to cut here. We'll unpack it later. We'll unpack it. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give you a little nugget. I'll give you a nugget. It wasn't uh, good. It was <laughs> <not> good. Marissa. <laughs> it was, I, that needs a whole nother story. Marissa. <laughs> I left. I left. I left Abitha with no soul. And I said, I texted my two best friends. I texted Taylor. I texted Anna Grace. And I said, as in a voice note. I love voice notes. I said, I love Marissa so much. I feel like she's going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no, if she's nice, she'll understand. 
<laughs> and here I am. We did and, it together. We survived. And here she is. I did something solo, but she was there for me. Okay. Yeah. So we are, unfortunately, we're going to record this in two days. We are in the next episode. We're going to tell you about my, I took a bill and a visa. And then we're also going to finish the story of, I don't know, my cute little uh-huh. fairy tale. I, yeah. I think I'd like to say so um, we will see you in a week and I I cannot express to you how much this is not clickbait but you're gonna want to tune the fuck in because <laughs> next week <laughs> next week you're gonna laugh you're gonna cry you're gonna love me you're gonna hate me and then you're literally gonna be so happy for me and that is a fucking wrap cheers I love you guys we'll see you next week cheers <laughs>